episode ready to go They're gonna talk about the good and the trash and anything in between Cherishing make-believe, get ready for Halloween, it's the horror show I know you miss those guys, tune in and find out what's on their list tonight They butcher and dissect, take apart and mutilate Listen to your two favorite brainiacs communicate It's the horror show Hello, campers, and welcome to Camp Horror Show, the camp that dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all your favorite and not-so-favorite horror movies and other cult classics. I'm Counselor Sean. I'm Counselor Jim. <laughs> oh, shit, he did it. He did it. <laughs> I had a feeling he might. All right, campers, this week, you're, we're on our... The camp's almost over here, um, and going out. With a fucking bang with your cooking merit badge here with uh, Flesh Eating Mothers, which was maybe, uh, I mean, even myself, I kind of, I don't know why I put it on the list. I just put it on the list as a merit badge. And boy. And I thank you. (laughs) I thank you from the bottom of my fucking heart. What a flick. What a fucking movie. What a fucking movie. And also just in time, Cooking Merit Badge, also just in time for our sponsor, Every Plate. I'm sure they'll be thrilled to be <laughs> featured on the Flesh Eating Mothers episode. Uh, uh, before we get into Flesh Eating Mothers, uh, live show is Friday. We're doing Deep Blue Sea. It's your swimming merit badge. So tune in for that. That's a Friday. Friday the 18th. 18th. Yep. Um, so tune in for that, and uh, to join us, you got to head on over to patreon.com slash Horror. Join us over there, um, and that's how you can join into the live show. I'm going to do a little giveaway. I got a cool little sh- shark-themed, water-themed pin, enamel pin that I got uh, from Weirdo Wonderland. I'll be giving that away to, uh, I think I'm just going to do a random Patreon member, but I'll do it on the, the live show. Um, and also the merch is still available, uh, the horror show store.com, or you can head on over to I hate horror.com, click the link there and pick it up. Uh, I kept getting emails that, uh, certain merchandise was being taken down because it violated terms of service. And I was like, I was like, Oh, what the fuck is happening? Turns out it's just their fucked up AI. That was like flagging it as as uh like intellectual property like stolen intellectual property and it wasn't uh it was our own ip that it was flagging um so so if you see something missing that you wanted just wait like a day and then it'll probably be back up um but i had to do another one today so the mangle expert hat of all of them uh, fucking just tech, just fucking text. Oh, dude, yeah, I know. No, that one didn't even get fucking touched. Um, but yeah, so tune in for that. Okay, that's that's out of the fucking way. Uh, flesh eating mothers. Yeah, this just I love it, it that it's a cooking badge. Uh, not a, not a single not a piece single of flesh one. cooked once. <laughs> An eating badge. Uh. Change it to the eating merit badge. Change it to the no. I I don't know. Science merit badge. I there's uh, the Dude, that's the thing. I mean there is science in this there movie. Is, there's there's the, the greatest microscope scene I've ever seen. Period. <laughs> Unreal. Uh so what? Obviously you're a fan. I am a big fan. Had you you hadn't seen it before, right? Yeah. Never even heard of it. <laughs> 
This should be talked about more. I mean, it is like low, low budget. Not even a Wikipedia page. Not even a Wikipedia page, which like usually when you have low budget like this, there'll at least be a sentence for the plot, which like, you know, when you see those, you're like, fuck, like this movie's going to suck. They only have one sentence, but this has nothing, nothing, no information, no information. You know what? I I couldn't stop thinking of. We did um, Microwave Massacre and X-Ray way back in the day. Yes. And I think we approached it like we were, you know, Siskel and Ebert and like, like gave it, like tried to actually analyze it. And I remember we got reviews being like, you guys need to fucking lighten up. Right. Yeah. You know what? I agree, dude. I agree. (laughs) Because this time I was like, I kind of want to rewatch those movies because if you're hearing me say, I love this, this is the biggest piece of shit. Like if you're looking at it from like a technical aspect, acting, filmmaking, plot, Beyond idiotic. It's one of like the worst things you'll ever see. What a fun time. What a fun time I had watching I, this. I don't know if we were like Siskel and Ebert on those. I, I don't know. I don't know. I uh, Now I want to fucking do it. Now I want to watch it tonight. Because <laughs> I feel like I might have been justified. Because I feel like Microwave Massacre, again, it's like a higher budget. I don't know. Maybe I would like it more. I, I thought I remember higher that budget? being fucking boring. I said, the guy that voiced Frosty just being a fucking fat mope. <laughs> yeah. Well, this fucking movie is, this movie rocks. It's just nonstop. It there's, there's always something happening. I mean, it's going to be a nightmare to talk about on the show because it's just literally every scene, there's a new character. They introduce Dude. 30 characters in the first five minutes <laughs> with just smash cuts. <laughs> I actually want to ask you before we get into it. I probably should have even asked you off air. How does this conclude? Because like I rewound it and I don't don't think it was properly explained what like fixed them. Right. Or was. Okay. So, okay. So for the record, everyone, this movie is hard to find. You can only get it on one of these free streaming services. I think. That the cuts on, I don't think there's cuts on them, but I think the ad breaks sometimes lost parts of the movie, like during the ad break. Um, But there is a scene that explains the syringes that they have and and the cure that they receive. I don't know if you saw that, but. um, Well, because at the end, classic horror show fashion, haven't even. Introduce the movie. Yet. At about the, the end, the, the, yeah, the, the climax, the conclusion of this. Uh, they're all in that alley, and then Correct. they just—it's uh, kind of like fine until the until the fake out at the end. But. Yeah, yeah, no. It, so yeah, it was weird because they literally they added a they clearly added a scene where to like explain. <laughs> why that would happen and why they could conclude it there because they, they inject him with the syringe. And then one of the girls is like, so how long does it take to like fix him? Okay. And then, okay. and then the lady's like, I don't know who, who knows we're going to find out. And then it, it allowed us to do that ending. And then suddenly they're feeling better. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, we'll talk about it more. Like, what you're saying makes sense, and, and, like, I'm following that, but, like, when you get to that scene, it is so abrupt that it happens, and it's all of them, and it's just kind of like, 
you know, the moon, like the sun came up and it all just ended. You know, you know what I mean? It was just yeah. very. Oh yeah, no. It, I mean, gosh. listen. I don't. I don't know why I'm questioning this. The, the, no, nothing made sense. Like, no, but that's fine. But I mean, I it's it's worth questioning certain things. I mean, they waited for twelve. They they left with they left you with twelve minutes, and you were like, "How is this gonna? How are you gonna wrap this up?" Because it was it's just been nonstop with these things. You have no idea how it's gonna end, and they got twelve minutes left, and you're like, "Well, this is good, probably not gonna answer my questions. <laughs> any que- no, no. any questions I have are probably not gonna get answered." So, throw that out the fucking window right now. Uh, you you know when you watch a movie by yourself, like you might smile or like chuckle or like yes. make a note being like, "That's funny," but like you don't really laugh out loud, you know, <laughs> like you would like with a group of people or like when we're talking together. Sure. I, I laughed out loud, like in a quiet house while everybody was sleeping <laughs> multiple times during this movie. It's so good. It's so good. It's so fucking stupid. I loved it. Also it's- the plot, not that terrible. Dude, not that terrible. I think you could remake this fucking movie. I think it's a fucking good idea. I think it's a genius idea. I fucking love the setup too. The fucking horn dog neighbor guy that just fucking everyone, and he is the cause for all of this. I just yeah. I think that is so fucking brilliant. Um, because this is a STD virus that causes these. Um, I don't even know what you want to call these women because they are monsters for sure. They they transform into monsters, but really they also are just very hungry. They're they're not quite zombies, you know. They're they're not zombies. But, they're not zombies, but they do they they do have the ability to unhinge their jaws, like, <laughs> do bite through chains like snakes, <laughs> do bite through metal chains, chaw, gnaw limbs off of bodies. <laughs> Yeah, but so could have probably been more polished, but uh, I fucking love it. I, I think it's great. And it is, again, when I say low budget, it's low budget. It's probably one of the most low budget we've ever done, I think. Because, I mean, there's scenes, Joe, that <laughs> look like they filmed it in a basement. There's one where there's fake bricks in the background and they just use tape. <laughs> They used fucking tape and neon lights to make it look like there's fucking bricks in the background to match the other scene. But the other scene's lit completely differently. So you're like, that that was filmed after. They just needed to put something in there. Um, yeah. But there's something that, you know, I give, I just give movies that do that a lot more credit than, you know, these bigger, even if it's like a medium budget, you know, movie, I, I just... These these people just wanted to make a movie. Uh, not a lot of star power or famous people in here. However, the the woman, well, she's a girl in this, but who plays Joyce, turned into a legit f- actress, uh, working actress. Um, a lot of doing a lot of like mother and older roles now. Um, but she was in Resident Evil: Extinction, uh, True Blood, How I Met Your Mother, American Horror Story, The Middle. Agents of Shield, workaholics, like she is just, yeah, she's she awesome. she works, man. That's cool. I I love seeing that. But she is the only one, so the only one. <laughs> Almost Even the director everyone. hasn't hasn't done shit, <laughs> which is wild to me. So Joyce of all of them, and <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> Wait, what? Am I sure what that it's? Are oh. you sure that that's wild that that director didn't work again? 
I mean, it's if I saw this, I'd be like, if I were Quentin Tarantino, I'd be like, <laughs> dude, dude. I'm reading. I'm actually reading uh, Tarantino's biography right now. It's it's fantastic, and you're right. I like. I, I honestly want to sit down with him and be like, let's talk about flesh eating mothers, or let's watch it together. He for sure would be like. The woman that played Mrs. Shepard was in the suckling. And you'd be like, okay, get the fuck out of here. (laughs) And actually, you can find her in Pulp Fiction also, uncredited. I had to put her in it. Oh, that guy's fucking insane. Uh, The movie doesn't start off with summer vibes, I'll tell you that much. It starts off in a frozen land, uh, a man running through the snowy woods, seemingly fine. And then he looks down and notices his arm has been ripped off. (laughs) (laughs) After running for who knows how long, he learns that his arm's gone. Not, I mean, he yells, but like, not that concerned that his arm is missing. So this movie, I love this movie because I feel like, I feel like the spectrum of reactions of the cast is not very broad. I, it's very black or white. It's either they're they're either reacting, they're either not reacting. No, I think they're always not reacting. <laughs> they're always not reactive, but sometimes they're not reactive and don't care, and sometimes they're reactive in a, in a very realistic way, but it's still very bland. So, for instance, later in the movie when uh, one of the girls tells... One of the girls sees her mother eat her baby brother. Sean. A baby. Sean, that scene. A baby. Oh, dude. <laughs> Pulls a baby out of Witnesses it. Witnesses it. <laughs> Correct. She sees that. She does not call the police. She does not do anything. She runs away. She meets, meets her- up <laughs> with her boyfriend. Correct. I'll let, uh, sorry. I'll let you finish. No, no, no. I don't know. This, this scene's incredible. The scene... <laughs> Right. So, and this is a perfect rea- this is a perfect combination of both reactions and the only type of reaction you'll see in this movie. She meets up with her boyfriend. She tells the boyfriend that she witnessed her mom eat her baby brother. Now, her delivery she says it is while laughing. Yeah, <laughs> while laughing. No, she's not laughing. She's she's trying to be upset, but she can't. I don't think she's a very good actress. He starts laughing. I thought it was like a nervous laughter that she was saying it. <laughs> I don't and he starts laughing because then she repeats it. But then she's like, I'm being serious. <laughs> yeah, because she stopped. Dude, okay, dude, I'm pretty sure she was doing a nervous laugh. And then he starts laughing because honestly, his reaction is right. Because Right. Told, that's that's my point. His yeah. mom, eat it. <laughs> and then she gets serious. And she's like, oh, no, I'm serious, by the way. Like, I, she really ate my baby brother. And then the guy pauses and laughs again. And she's like, no, really? Like, <laughs> well, regardless, then, this is, there's no reaction that is ever like, holy shit, ever in this movie. No one ever is like, oh my God. Everyone's just like, hey, guess what I just saw? I just saw my mom eat my dad. And, <laughs> and everyone's like, oh God, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> or they all meet up. They all like, congregate in the street and just like have like a powwow sharing stories. And like, well, I saw my mom chow through my stepsister. And it's either understated and like doesn't even phase them, 
Or if it does phase them, they have like a very realistic reaction, which is not that exciting, which is like the boyfriend laughing, right? The boyfriend, right. that is th- exactly what anyone would do if they came up to you and they were like, hey, I just watched my mom eat my baby brother. You would just laugh because you're like, what are you, what are you saying? <laughs> yes. What are you yes. saying? No one's going to be I like, wish- holy shit, what? <laughs> I wish I wish Paul was on right now because uh, I think the last time we played trivia together, we saw somebody that like we hadn't seen in a long time, and they came up to me and they're like, "Hey, man, how's it going?" And I'm like, "Hey, how's it going with you?" And they told me like the most devastating news ever, and like my only reaction, like honestly, like I'm not I'm not being I wasn't trying to be a dick, but my only reaction was just to like laugh because I'm like, why? Would you tell me that? <laughs> I thought you, you say that right now. <laughs> of all the Paul stories about laughing inappropriately, I thought you were going to go with him laughing when that kid told him. <laughs> when no, that no. kid at Subway no, said no, that very, no, no. very, I don't even know what to say. You would not laugh at that story ever in a million years. And Paul laughed so hard he threw up. <laughs> Paul laughed so hard that he threw. No, no, no. It's it's the most awful story. I don't even. We can't was, tell this. No, I'm not. I I am not. Okay, okay. Not gonna repeat that, but I will say that he was told it earlier in the day in a, a cafeteria, and he laughed so hard that he threw up in the cafeteria, and he was. And then later that day in a subway. Uh, it was brought up again that Paul laughed so hard at this terrible story that he threw up. That he laughed so hard that he threw up again. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love that guy. He's the best. It's so fucking nuts. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, that's so fucking funny. Anyway, that this, the kid that told him that story also once told me that. Uh, he could run so fast if he got shot with a bullet that it wouldn't really hurt him that bad. Well, that explains <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> no scientist. I'm a fucking freshman, but uh, seems idiotic to me. <laughs> but Okay, cool. Um. Anyway. So this guy's running through the fucking winter scape. Uh, when he when he finally falls, he looks like he's about to die. He turns around and he sees a woman standing there and he shoots her with a gun. But it cuts. We don't really see it. Just we hear the gunshot. Black screen. Um, Flesh eating mothers. What a title card. It's like Monty Python <laughs> animation. <laughs> Which will come back again later. Yeah, it's great. Uh, now, it, what what I actually liked is that usually when you have a cold open like that, it kind of just disappears and it's like mentioned again. Mm-hmm. That guy without the arm is, is a prevalent character. The, the guy that lost his arm, he is featured throughout this entire movie. Yeah. And, and He's a main character. <laughs> you didn't need to cold open with that <laughs> if it's just part of the movie. You know, like he, he's introduced fairly early on too. You're like, oh, there's a guy with one arm. I, I wonder if that's him. And then they're like, 
The characters are almost like, remember that part at the beginning of the movie? <laughs> dude, dude, almost verbatim. <laughs> they're, they're so close to being like, hey, guys, remember the beginning of the movie? That's this guy. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. And actually, I appreciate them for doing that. I do too, especially in a movie like this. Because it's kind of like, because they're talking about him at the morgue. And you're like, oh, that guy died. They're talking about the corpse that they're over. Yeah, that's what then I he comes do. in and they're like, that's him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, guys. <laughs> I did appreciate it because I was confused. I actually thought, like you said, that I thought the corpse was the guy. And then I, then they were like, oh, no, this is the guy. And you're like, oh, gotcha. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> then we get the, after the title card, you get children's drawings and like this weird Caribbean style song but clearly sung by a white lady so it's like this bizarre this bizarre intro to the movie um and then we meet another guy who i actually don't even have his fucking name uh of course i have almost everyone's name it took me forever to figure out uh but i do not have his he is uh he's a man that has many affairs is his name jeff no no oh nate dude that guy nathan that's his last name the guy they yeah, call jeff nathan. nathan this is last yeah oh my god that's infuriating so it's linda's dad so it's douglas roddy roddy okay well i, I didn't i didn't catch his name yeah Lando which is crazy Clyde. because Clyde, he is be dude he's the one guy i don't think i got his name and he is the most important character in this movie well, he's well well in, well in terms of plot but in terms of watching the movie you don't need to know who no you don't you don't so this guy's name is roddy i just refer to him as the cheater a lot because he is cheating on his wife uh, uh constantly just <laughs> like with with total disregard um Right next door too. Just, just every house on the block. He's he and he's doing it while he jogs. His excuse is jogging, but he's actually jogging. So everyone just sees him jogging into women's houses, and <laughs> everyone knows about this. <laughs> it's fucking bizarre. He, he, he. he he's like he's laying there with this woman in the beginning. You don't know he's cheating yet, but he's like, oh, I miss this. And the woman's like, well, we just did it yesterday. Yesterday. And he's like, oh, yeah, you know. And she's like, oh, you mean you miss it with your wife? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Except he doesn't, though, because he immediately goes home and he's like, well, you know what? I got to go for a jog. She's like, didn't you just come back? She's like, you jogged three times today. And he's <laughs> like, yeah, just one more quick little jog. <laughs> Fucking legend. Actually, he says he says just a quickie, which that that is what he said. It's yeah. pretty good. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yes. Um, and his yeah. job he's he's a, he claims he can get away with it because he's a freelancer. <laughs> yeah. Which what the fuck does that mean? Especially in 1988. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Um, it's fucking obscene. Uh, they are unhinged. Uh, we then meet Rinaldi who will be one of our main characters here. He's a teenager, a rebel teenager with a mom who I love that they couldn't even put together like a story for Rinaldi and his wise mom doesn't like him. So Rinaldi's mom is literally just screaming. You better not be having fun up there. <laughs> like not even like you better not be like 
watching porn or fucking listening Smoke to rock weed, music. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just having fun. Just eliminate everything. Just easy people. All he's doing is looking out his window. To, he, he was watching this guy leave the house and he's like, you fucking dog. And then the mom's like, you piece of shit. <laughs> Yes, bringing it, bringing your catchphrase in for this is perfect because that is literally what the mom is like every oh, time she talks dude, to the son. Every time she fucking sees them, including the end when they're finally reunited and happy, the look on her face is like this piece of shit. And Ronaldo, now that I'm thinking about it, is 100 percent in the right. Ronaldo's not doing anything like you said. He's just watching this guy cheat on his wife and looking out the window <laughs> dude he's probably like the best behaved rebel we've ever like you can't even ever. call him a rebel he just he just, he just doesn't have sleeves a c- it like- cons- <laughs> it's true and considering the, the, the ice cream man character that will be introduced later in the movie that guy's the rebel of the movie if you want it like the bad boy if you will the bad man really uh but rinaldi is Rinaldi's fine. A girl tries to hold hand with Rinaldi, and Rinaldi's like, "Hey, you better take it fucking easy." She's like, "Oh, okay, I'm sorry." <laughs> like he's he's truly uh, upset by that. So that's Rinaldi. We then meet Billy's parents, who the father, Billy, <laughs> the who Billy. I don't think you even see Billy ever in this movie. Um, but Billy, Billy's parents are fighting over him, uh, like custody of him. So his dad's a cop who that'll come into play. And Lois is his wife and, and they're fighting over the custody of Billy. And that, that comes into play. These are all, there, there's more characters. We're, we're going to follow, follow, follow us here, guys. We l- meet Linda and Joyce next. Mm. Two gals, Linda and Joyce, they will play a big factor in this. And a guy named, not named Nathan, his name is Jeff Nathan. I had referred to him as Nathan the whole time because that's what I thought. A uh, little bit of a nerd, a dork, a little geeky, but, uh, you know. You know, I was going to say, actually, he's not, but he is. He doesn't get better, really. <laughs> he doesn't really have, like, a redemption arc. You know what I mean? <laughs> he never turns into the hero. Um, but back at home uh, with those girls, Linda, we learn, is the daughter of Roddy, the cheating guy, um, who keeps jogging with his Hands Across America t-shirt, which, remember that fucking shit? I do. I, I, had one. I looked it up because I was like, really, what was Hands Across America? I did not realize we actually attempted to make a continuous human chain across the United States of America. That was the fucking goal. That is the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> that was national. That was like a big national thing. Everyone had that shirt. Uh, and I'm that, so I was reading about it and it, it was supposed to be five to six million people holding hands for 15 minutes in an attempt to form a continuous human chain across the contiguous United States. The attempt to have a complete line of people across the country failed. 
<laughs> Although the number of participants would have been sufficient to succeed if they had been spread out over the full length of the planned course. So, so okay. So, right. So what, so what happened is your question, because that's my fucking yeah. question. Yeah. <laughs> it appears they stack people behind each other in areas <laughs> like no one wanted to walk. Like no one wanted to walk to the end of the fucking line in their town. Or something. So they just had rows of people. <laughs> I feel like if we organize this on the internet this week, we could have it done in by the end of the month and have a fucking shit. Having having enough participants, but failing is unbelievable. That is <laughs> so, that is insane. Dude, just tell the people to be like, you're you're already fucking here. Just yeah. move to the end of the line. What are you doing? <laughs> The various gaps in the line between participants were filled using ribbons, ropes, or banners. But, like, that's my question. How did that work? Like, how – if you could run a ribbon or a rope, why weren't you just like, hey, people, just slide the fuck down? Just stand here, <laughs> idiots. <Jeez. laughs> Honestly, one of the, probably the most idiotic run things I've ever heard in my life. Many participants donated $10 each to reserve their place in line. The charity was to fight hunger and homelessness. The event raised $15 million. Wait, that doesn't make sense. No, it, it raised $34 million, but $15 million was distributed after deducting operating costs. Oh my god! <laughs> What were the fucking operating costs? Just fucking people standing in a line. The rope in between. Dude, the 18 mile fucking ropes that they had to fucking run between states. Because a bunch of idiots stood behind each other instead of next to each other. <laughs> Dude, that's unfucking real. May 25th, 1986. What a fucking. What a fucking world. And also, it wasn't a straight line, it was like this fucked up line that made it even longer. It was like, it went out to like. Ohio and then like went down and people said like in the towns it was like zigzagging uh, quite honestly uh, dude I am looking at the map it, uh, wow it starts down in Santa Monica and goes up towards Philadelphia yeah but you can see Wait. where it goes from like Memphis to St. Louis instead of just right. going across the, the country uh, what the fuck's the point of this? <laughs> Why wouldn't they just go? Because because like you're not hitting all forty eight con continental states. Wait, so, wait. So, they, so, they had celebrities. They had celebrities. Wait. Oh 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 oh! I was gonna bring that up because I'm googling it right now or looking at it right now. Uh, you know, it's all like big name ones like Elvis impersonators, and then Ed Begley Jr. for Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> the only the only celebrity. Wait, what year is this? Okay, eighty six. So wait, oh yeah, so there was a Star Wars that had just come out. Because for some reason, Chewbacca, R2-D2 are involved. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, yeah, I, you know, Tony Danza, Jerry Lewis. Dude, dude Springfield, right. Illinois, their celebrity was 50 Abraham Lincoln impersonators. Because they were like, dude, El Memphis, 54 Elvis impersonators. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking unreal. 
Then Ed Bailey Jr. Ed Bailey fucking Jr. (laughs) (laughs) However, (laughs) with Ed Bailey Jr., however, desert desert areas were mostly empty, dotted with one-mile-long chains of people. Truck drivers sounded their horns during the appointed time. What? But this yeah. is a <laughs> depressing. There's <laughs> a product of USA for Africa, the We Are the World. Uh, oh, the same group. Yeah. This must have this been the, nuts. Uh, the end of this, huh? <laughs> Dude, We Are the World raised a hundred million dollars. <laughs> That stupid fucking song. This giant fucking clusterfuck raised fifteen million. That's unfucking unreal. Hands across America. I should ask my mom if they participated. You should ask your parents too. There's no way your dad was probably so no, fucking not mad. Fucking chance. Oh, dude, holding the people's, <laughs> getting germs, <laughs> getting exposed to germs, holding people's hands. Not a chance. Oh fuck. That's so funny. 34 million. Okay. Anyway, hands across America. There you go. 86. Wow. Wow. What a time. What a time. I guess I guess worth noting, I don't know if you said it, this movie came out in 88, so it makes sense that the shirts are still <laughs> so the guy's just fucking, just really thrilled about the results of that, I guess. <laughs> Everyone probably threw their fucking shirt out. Um, so anyway, that guy, uh, <laughs> that guy keeps going jogging. Mom's like, you go jogging all the time. We get more characters. We get these two bully characters. Um, one of their names is Tim, Timmy, maybe I want to say, I don't know. Um, Timmy Nolan, Timmy Nolan is one of them. Uh, he, is he the one that survives with them in the end? Or towards the end? I don't know. It doesn't fucking matter. Well, yeah. for once, I'm trying to keep track of names. That, so I don't. Yeah, I I don't know why you are in this movie. Uh, <laughs> but the one that is punching the shit out of the other one <laughs> you first are introduced yeah. to them is the one that survives at the end. Yeah, that is. So we meet these two bullies. We had met them earlier. They were bullying the kid Nathan. Um, and we cut to them in their home, and he is just. It's like uh. It, it's like a POV from like the bottom of this kid just fucking closed fist punching the shit with a sound effect that sounds like you're just obliterating. It's honestly, gr- dude, it's honestly gross. Dude, it's fucking. <laughs> you think you're going to look down and there's going to be just a pulp of a human underneath him? <laughs> Instead, it cuts, it cuts back and you see his little brother who's just sitting there smiling. And he's like, hey, mom, we want eating, fucking ice cream from the ice eating cream. Eating punches. And they hear the ice cream man. And they're like, ooh. <laughs> um, by the way, these guys are in high school and they're no younger uh, than Sean, 35 years Sean, old. <laughs> the oldest guy. <laughs> Seeing them excited for the ice cream truck was honestly alarming. That, it, like, it's just very telling. You're just like, this is nuts. Uh, can, we get some, can we have some money for ice cream? You guys probably have a 401k right now. Like, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Um, anyway, we go back to the uh, police officer who we met earlier, um, who o- opens a fridge door and there's an arm in there, which again, we thought maybe that's why we thought 
that the opening scene was the dead guy, which actually make, brings into question why was that arm in the refrigerator? But that's whatever. Just reusing props, probably. <laughs> Don't overthink it, Sean. Uh, but anyway, this cop is there. Uh, and this is when we learn that the chief of police, the commissioner, uh, he was the guy in the opening scene. He now has one arm. And the story that they were told was that he shot his wife because he mistook her for a bear. Yes. Who had ripped off his arm. Ripped off his arm. Yes. And everyone's like, we don't buy that. And everyone watching is like, of course you don't. <laughs> right. Why would you? I mean, I mean, and the cop's reason is that, which I actually like, like, you know, they try in this movie. They, they do. They tried. Because the cop's like, hey, I investigated. There was no signs of a bear attack. And there was a coroner who also investigated before the guy that we're talking to. And he disappeared. So, like, everybody's very suspicious of this uh, police chief. Yeah. By the way, I'm sorry. I'm looking at the cast list, and I just noticed there's a character in this named Frankie Lemon Jello, but like Lemon Jello, like spelled like Jello, like not G E L O, J E L L O. Frankie Lemon Jello, and there he is. Yeah. Uh, need the remember Jello Jigglers? Remember Good, when they tried by, to that a thing? I do. And edible creepy crawlers. That was probably not good. Did this guy, Frankie Lemongello, is played by a man named Tony DeRiso. <laughs> yeah. So you know he named himself. <laughs> came, up, came with that character name himself. Oh, for sure. For sure. And they were like, yeah, I guess that's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So we then go to a women's poker party. And this was one of the most confusing scenes because... Uh, the 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 mothers in this movie all look identical to each other. They all have brown curly hair. Could not tell a single one apart. And they're gossiping and they're talking about that fucking guy who fucks all the women in the neighborhood. And one of the women, I don't know if it was his wife or if it was the girlfriend, one of the women he's having an affair with. But they're like, what the fuck? But it's weird because the woman telling this story is like, don't let anyone know. But everyone is there. The entire, every lady <laughs> in that town is there. It's fucking crazy. Um. Anyway, we go back. Not, to, oh. N- n- not as crazy <laughs> as them, you know, having that conversation and setting that up. And then the camera panning out and the lady is just smashing potato chips into her mouth so all the crumbs are falling over a fucking dog that is laying dude there's a dog that's laying on the floor and it is covered with potato chip crumbs joe at one point she just takes the (laughs) chips and crumbles them on top of the dog she's not even putting them in her mouth well that's the last scene in that that's the last moment of that scene she just grabs the chips and pours them on the dog's fucking head I've never seen anything fucking like it in my life. <laughs> There's no purpose. Dude, that's such an insane shot. <laughs> crumbs all over this thing's head. I feel like you just filmed that just because you could. Like, I feel like... <laughs> I feel like you filmed that because the dog was laying there and you realized, like, crumbs were falling on the dog and you're like, holy shit, this dog is not moving. Like, film her dropping chips on this fucking dog's head. But, like, why even, why would you do that? 
I don't know. I wonder what William Fredrickson, Fred, how do you say his name? Fred, Rick, Fred, Fred. Well, oh, the, the William Friedkin. Fried, Friedkin? Yeah. Rest in peace. I wonder what he thinks about this. <laughs> I'm sure he wouldn't be too kind. <laughs> wouldn't be too keen on it. <laughs> I don't know. You might see it as art. <laughs> anyway, we go back to Joyce and Linda, where we learn Joyce is dating the 40-year-old ice cream truck driver, which is an alarming scene to, to see when... Because Joyce, of all of them, looks like the youngest person in this group. She does, yeah. And, and this ice cream man looks no less than 42 years old. And he's like, hey, baby, you want to go for a ride in the ice cream truck? <laughs> She's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, he must be married to a uh, girl from Cheshire. <laughs> they all must be. Uh <laughs> Something in the water there, man. Um, meanwhile, Nathan goes home. We're setting up all these little stories here. Nathan goes home where his fucking jacked-ass dad <laughs> is drinking a handle of fucking Dubra in the front lawn. You're like, holy shit. Uh, but sadly, he is he is hitting his, his wife. And uh, yeah. Nathan's not too con- keen on it, obviously, and is like, we need to run away. We got to go. Um, but the mom's like, no, that's not what we're going to do. Uh, that mom will also later get railed by that guy that just fucks every person in the neighborhood. <laughs> She'll get it while she's on the front steps crying with a fucking black eye. He'll show up and be like, hey, <laughs> guy wastes zero opportunities. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. <laughs> the guy's motto. Um, also, like, if, if you're not familiar with this movie, which I'm assuming anybody listening is not, that guy is not a heartthrob by any Like, That guy no. should not be laying as much pipe as he does. No. Th- this guy is, is, is not an attractive man by any means. Uh, but, yeah. Um, so... Cut to uh, the mother of Billy, who Billy shows gets home and is like, hey, mom. And this mom is just eating ravenously at the kitchen table, like just eating everything in the house. She got beef hanging out of her mouth. And then we see the dad walk in. And, and they're estranged. They don't. They don't live together. They do uh, not. Mom and the right. Dad. Yeah. And they're fighting for custody of the kid, and because the, the the dad thinks she got a drinking problem, and the dad's the cop. He walks in, and she has eaten fucking Billy. <laughs> She's feasting on his severed arm, which is still still has a catcher's mitt attached to it. <laughs> Genius, by the way. Genius shot. For a cannibal movie. Cannibal movies are great. Bring them back. I agree. Um, the one, not, then, there was that new one with, uh, what's his name? Sebastian Stan. That was good. I love that. That was a great movie. But I want to see more movies where like somebody's just holding a fucking whole arm and just like yeah, gnawing no at it like a big like at the like the chicken legs at the biggie, the turkey legs at the biggie. <laughs> bring bring that shit back. 
<laughs> yeah, Sebastian Stan's was like, you know, it was sophisticated. Realistic. It was terrifying, you know, people paying good money. But I'm with you. Just like chomping right through the bone. <laughs> right. Just and just grabbing an arm and ripping it off. Dismembering, <laughs> dismembering parts of your body. And yeah. Eating it. yeah. Um, but he sees this. He sees his his ex-wife eating their child. And, of course, he shoots her a bunch of times. Um, an insane scene with really good special effects for a budget this slow. I agree. Including a headshot. She, she takes a couple, yeah, she takes a couple bullets and nothing's happening to her. And then she takes a headshot. It's, a, it's a, honestly a great shot. The headshot's nuts. And, and it's spraying blood out of the little fucking bullet hole in her head. It's 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 amazingly done. Uh, w- when the chief shows up to the crime scene, we kind of cut to fast forward to it's now a crime scene under investigation. They're questioning the cop, uh, which is bizarre, which is fucking bizarre because you could literally just the woman has a mouthful of her kid in her mouth. <laughs> End of story. <laughs> this man's free to go. But for some reason, they're like, this guy fucking they're calling him the butcher. Yeah, um, I think I think that guy who looked like Newman from Seinfeld that yeah, was in the coroner's office, like spying on him before. <laughs> I think he put the boy's body parts in the bag, didn't he? Yeah, but and he was like, "Oh, the but the other cop did that. He like framed him." Oh. Oh, I was wondering. I was wondering why they put a boy in a garbage bag. I was like, that doesn't seem like police protocol. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, I could be wrong. I thought, oh, for that you break. know what? I think you might be right. Because as it turns out, <laughs> spoilers for the end of this, <clears throat> the commissioner, the chief of police who had his arm ripped off, is covering up this whole thing that he really doesn't need to cover up. And he should really be bringing to the attention of everyone. Dude, he does not need to cover this up. Oh, wait, wait, Sean. <laughs> Is he covering it up because he had an affair? <laughs> yeah, but his wife's dead. I know. So, like, so that's, what I'm, that's what I was about to say. Like the problem, the threat was neutralized for him. Now he can just be like, "Hey, yeah, this happened. Yeah, we should protect ourselves." <laughs> this is effective. Which we find out there, there, there was a cure for this <laughs> virus that's going around. That, that was developed rather quickly. <laughs> so all he had to do is just tell somebody. Joe, the fucking cure was penicillin. <laughs> is that true that's the that's joke really at the end <laughs> the jo- i i rewound it because i was like wait is she saying that penicillin was what they gave them and it was <laughs> she, she was like yeah you'd be surprised what penicillin does and they're like he's like oh oh i didn't fucking hear that because because they're plotting like how to how to cure this correct the- okay hey a little penicillin in a syringe, which I don't think is how it's is that is that a thing delivered? No, I don't think so. Special penicillin. So anyway, so yeah, they put a boy in a garbage bag. I guess they're covering this up. I don't know. I don't know why. It doesn't matter. Just don't worry about it. But they're framing this cop to go they're to framing jail. This guy, yeah, which is what they do, and he gets arrested. But then immediately, did you notice up. the score? Like the scores, it does not match the tone of anything that's no. happening. Like the, it, we just watched a woman eat her own child, and now 
how a cop is being framed for this. And, and the score is so upbeat and happy. The score is a family comedy score, like a low budget 90s family comedy score. Like, do, 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 do. And you're like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> like, just watching a woman eat a boy. Um, we go to a doctor's office. This guy is the fucking worst doctor in the world. And he's testing the cheater for STDs, which, by the way, this doctor apparently is only a doctor in STDs because anytime something else is brought up, he's like, I can't fucking touch that shit in my office. I only deal with VD. Not even like all STDs. He just deals with VD. In his office has a list of people that had VD and they're all just like the worst people in the world, which. Yeah. Napoleon Capone. Hitler was in it. Hitler. Idi Amin. Idi Amin was on it. That's the other one I was going to say. Fucking bizarre. Paul Paul Gauguin. And it's all clearly filmed in the shittiest wood panel basement you've ever seen in your life. Fucking ridiculous. Anyway, um, the the doctor gives the cheater the all clear, which apparently shouldn't have happened because immediately after the guy leaves, this other scientist walks in and is like, Hey, that guy's sample is like got something in it. And he's like, well, was it VD? Like, wait, what do you mean? Was it VD? You just sent the guy home saying he's clean. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, And she's like, no, it's something else. And he's like, I don't care then. Because it's not VD. (laughs) Which is nuts. Also, honestly, respect to that guy. Because that guy, like, he's painting the town white and he goes and gets checked all the time so yeah well <laughs> good for, good for I, mean, I mean it, it didn't work <laughs> but it he, didn't the work. effort was there <laughs> and then he immediately goes to that abused woman's house and is like hey is your clean you got a clean bill dude he doesn't know <laughs> dude, he, he goes to her house and is like why why do you have bruises on your face and she's like oh nothing and he's like when's your husband get back and then they walk <laughs> into the house <laughs> <laughs> fucking nuts. Um, that cop also escapes custody. Uh, and immediately, instead of g- hiding anywhere, he goes to the police station and hangs out in the police morgue, which might be the most genius place ever. Um, and he's just hanging out there because he's buddies with those guys. Meanwhile... Linda, as we mentioned earlier in the movie, the show, walks in on her mother who has, we watch her take a baby out of a crib and she fucking eats it. She eats the fucking baby. What? What's more offensive? So this is one of those scenes where it's like, it's so goofy that it's not offensive, in my opinion. I, uh, I was just going to say, like, I, I personally don't do well and don't enjoy when there's like children that are, yeah. that are harmed. Uh, but this is so, like you said, goofy and not serious and over you the top. can't like even for a moment be bother. like, yeah. doesn't even affect you. Now there no. is a scene like, where oh, that's animal a is ripped in half. Mm. Thoughts on that. Did that also fall into that category for you? I think it's just the tone of this movie. It's just I like, agree. Because that that is so because, like kind again of that that crazy. would that it is and and if it was a more serious movie that was trying to be scary right yeah, both sure. those scenes would bother me 
But in this, it was like, this movie just can't get any more ridiculous, you know? No. You you can't even, you can't take it seriously for even, like, a second. You, it's it's so weird. But it, I thought about that during that cat scene because it had, like, it didn't even register for me. You know what I mean? Like, there, yeah. was, there wasn't even, like, a shock value. Like, holy shit. I was just like... That was fucking nuts, but like I was like, that was that's weird that it didn't like I didn't have a more visceral reaction to that, which yeah. I don't know if they even wanted you to or not. It was just so silly. They had no clue what they were doing. The most accurate thing. Uh so Linda sees that, she runs away. Uh Joyce's mom has also become ravenous, but does not attack Joyce. Um, Linda finds Nathan ripping cigs in the park and Nathan laughs. Uh, but you know that it is what it is, but Linda and Nathan, Nathan finally agrees with her and is like, Hey, uh, I'm running away because my dad beats up my mom and she won't leave. So I'm going to leave her here with my fucking dad (laughs) and I'm going to run away. Uh, and they decide to run away together. I love that Linda, you know, on top of how she delivered devastating news that her baby brother was eaten by her mother. (laughs) Uh, I love that he's like, why don't you go to the police? She's like, if I go to the police, they won't believe me either. I'm pretty sure that's going to be fairly easy to investigate. Correct. There's going to be a lot of of evidence to to point to that direction. (laughs) it's not a supernatural thing. It's not a fucking ghost. Your mom ate your brother, like (laughs) blood everywhere. You know what? Actually, you saying that your mom ate my brother, it reminds me back to your prior question about the the scenes bothering me. You know, a dog, a dog is killed in dead alive and she delivers the line. Your mother ate my dog. It's like that kind of level of goofy splatter because it doesn't affect me in Dead Alive either. It's just like, yeah. This- I'd say it's actually even goofier than that, which is it, crazy. It no doubt is. It no <laughs> doubt is. <laughs> which is nuts. Um, yeah, it must be something with like these like, I don't know. It's just so silly. Um, anyway, Rinaldi's mom is suddenly nice to him, which is a tip off. Uh, she's feeding him. Milk for some reason, nonstop, and then she tries to bite his fucking head. She does bite his head. Pro wrestling style. Pro wrestling style. Yeah. That's it, mom. This time I'm really running away. That dude. That was (laughs) my favorite line of the movie. Because again, Rinaldi, who's painted as like the bad boy, being like, "That's it. I'm really gonna run away tonight." It was like, "Oh my! Like, what are you? What are you saying? What?" You're getting bit on the head by your mom. Packing up a fucking a handkerchief on a stick. <laughs> running away. Well, now you've done it, mother. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, back at the abusive home, Nathan's parents, the abusive dad shows back up. This scene's awesome, actually. This scene is fucking great. I will I will give this movie credit because they do give you the the payback you want in all of it, including the final scene, which was like, yes, because that's all you need to give us, really, in a horror movie. You just need to make sure you build up these fucking dickheads, but you give us the fucking end. The comeuppance. Yeah. yeah, you got to give it to us. 
Um, so this abusive dad gets it. He goes home. He immediately tries to like beat up the mom again. He says, and I quote, Sandra, for, for no real reason, Sandra, I'll break your mouth. <laughs> and he just <laughs> cocks his hand back, swings forward, and Sandra unhinges her jaw and catch, catches his whole fist into her mouth. Yeah. Fucking awesome. Eats his fucking hand while he's trying to punch her. It's fucking the best. And Nathan walks in on this and is like, huh. And just walks out with no rush. The next scene we see him and he's walking so slowly. It's honestly like fucking alarming. I was like, is this guy fucking all right? Like, is he catatonic? No, he's just a fucking idiot. (laughs) Guy. Guy sucks. Um... And then we just get splices of every mom in town just eating yeah. their fucking kids. And it's amazing. Almost a montage. Yeah. Yeah. Almost a montage. Just like quick. Boom, boom, boom. Um, it's so great. Um, I, I, I really liked that scene. I, I like this movie. I like this plot. I like the setup. <laughs> Dude, the moms just eating their fucking everyone that they see. Yeah. And it's a movie with, like, even the title, it tells you what you're going to get. I love it. Every, there's nothing I dislike about it. I mean, it's not well made, but no. watch this movie. You can remake Have fun. this, though. Yeah. You can make it tongue-in-cheek. You could go serious. You could do whatever you want, but it'd be great. The More tongue-in-cheek would be better. Uh, street trash. They should, be, they should focus on this, man. This is, this is what to? the fucking Ding Dong, what's his name, should be remaking instead of The Exorcist. No, I don't want to do No way. I don't want him touching this. So fuck away. Just turn it into a random love story. <laughs> There's still people holding out hope that uh, that third one is finally going to register for us one day. I'm here to tell you. It won't. I, I'm still, I, I, I'm higher than I am on, on part two. On three. Yeah, I'd rather watch three than the second one. That's dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Evil dies tonight. Mob scene lasted 55 fucking minutes. But but like I could rewatch that only because it's so fucking psychotic. Like it's so unreal. I could not. (laughs) Michael Myers comes his pants in part. Do we we rewatch three this year and maybe give it a second chance? I'll I'll rewatch it this year. Hell yeah! Okay, we got to do Resurrection. By the way, uh, we haven't given that a standalone. I I saw. I think we got a message about that recently, um, and I was like, I swore we did that. So all right, fine. Resurrection, and then we'll resurrect three. We'll resurrect like part three. I like that we're doing this in the middle of our <laughs> our talk on flesh eating mothers. That's <laughs> uh, fine. We're almost done with flesh eating mothers anyway. Actually, we're not somehow. Um, Oh, Sean, dude, I don't like, I like this movie, as I've said a hundred times, and I think the pacing was perfectly fine. But you saying that just now, I paused the movie to like, go get a drink and there was still 42 minutes left. I'm like, wait, what? Like, cause I was enjoying myself. It didn't seem like it was dragging and it's not an, what's what? 90 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I could not believe that there was 42 minutes. I know it was a little weird. It was a little fucking weird. I I don't know what happened with that. (laughs) Um, 
So after all of this, uh, Rinaldi and Nathan link up. Uh, Rinaldi says that his mom's on the rag, but also and that's why she's act. That's why she bit his fucking head, and also it's because of society, which he does not elaborate further on. Just <laughs> <laughs> she's on her period, and says this is all society's fault. And I was like, all right, fair, sure. Yeah, I mean, you can't argue it. Right? <laughs> Um, but then Nathan's like, oh no, uh, moms are just eating people now. And they're like, oh, okay. Uh, then all the other kids show up, all of our other kids, uh, Linda, Joyce, uh, whatever that other fucking kid's name is, Timmy, we'll call him. I don't know. doesn't matter. Frankie Lemon Jello. Um, they share their stories all very calmly about their mothers eating everyone they know and love. Just... Be like, hey, yeah, my mom fucking ate my brother. That's weird. They're like, oh, yeah, my mom ate my fucking dad. Like, the, 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 this is their delivery. It is so yeah. dead. No one gives a fuck about what's happening. Nobody's crying. Um, meanwhile, the morgue doctor also discovers the virus that that female lab scientist had already discovered. He brings it to the STD doctor, who again is like, I don't give a fuck about this disease. But uh, Felicia. Which is also weird, Sean, because the the, the coroner speci- like explicitly says, I extracted this virus from the corpse's vagina. Correct. Which seems like the STD doctor should care. A it's not bit. BD, though. <laughs> <laughs> It's literally a disease. He specializes in VD. <laughs> the fucking easiest thing to specialize in because you just fucking prescribe fucking antibiotics. Anyway, Felicia's the scientist at the lab. She comes out and she is a uh, hot for our short king here. She is so turned on by this fucking dweeb. Yeah. Very she common. loves him and she is a very attractive woman. Uh, I do want to say, for those that are, actually care about the plot of this, before he goes over there, uh, the chief of police shows up and he steals documents from, from the coroner's office. So we know that he's trying to cover something up, like, big time. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even, like, pick that shit up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't pick up the cover-up cover, cover up thing until the very end when the two scientists are like... <laughs> You better tell. We get a negotiation at the end. Wait, that's when you picked. That's when you picked up on it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, at this scene, uh, the the cop that's on the run, he hides in a locker, and the yeah. chief of police comes in. He's like, "That cop better not be in here." I, <laughs> what what a thing to say. And there's only one locker in there, and the, and the chief of police is looking through the holes of the locker instead of just opening it, and the cop is ducking. But uh, they while while the coroner's talking like looking the other direction the chief of police steals the documents off the desk and the other cop sees him as soon as he gets out he's like hey man that cop like the chief just stole from you <laughs> coroner's like uh, okay guess we're fucked now <laughs> there goes all our proof <laughs> I, I thought that guy was just being an asshole nah okay well that makes sense well, the two scientists decide to team up and start trying to find a cure for whatever this disease is. So, you got that going. Uh, we go to the mother-daughter coalition dance. Um, which is the true outbreak of everything, really. Uh, we got two moms shit-talking these two women that are just, like, ravenously eating mashed potatoes with their hands. 
um, and they get eaten by the the flesh eating mothers, uh, causing a massive amount of panic. Uh, Joyce is there with her ice cream boyfriend. Uh, they go and hide, uh, and they thankfully run into Rinaldi, who fills them in on the fact that all the moms are now cannibals. So they come up with a plan to try and capture some of the moms, um, which they try. And that's when we get our scene where a mom bites through chains. They swing a baseball bat at her and she just catches it midair, a full on swung. And she catches it. And then they they have a, a steel chain that they wrap around her face. and She just chomps through it. Which is weird because, like, otherwise these these cannibalistic mothers are fairly easy to thwart. Like, right. Rinaldi at one point just grabs one by the hand and, like, spins her around. And she's like, <laughs> Rinaldi runs by her, so. Um, but Joyce, Rinaldi, and the Ice Cream Man, they're all on the run. Um, and <laughs> they, they start getting cornered. And uh, Rinaldi says... My mother told me to never deck a lady. <laughs> First of all, bring back deck. Call, referring to a punch as a deck is so funny. My mother never. My mother told me to never deck a lady, but she didn't say shit about a cannibal and fucking <laughs> punches her fucking lights out. Um, Rinaldi and Joyce make it, but the ice cream man uh, unfortunately gets got here. Back at the. Uh, Station. Our scientists have determined this is an STD. This is the greatest scene in in cinematic history, dude. The microscope. The microscope. It's like okay, so they're talking. They look through the microscope. Like, what do you what do you call those slides that you put under? Oh, they have fuck. a specific name. I think they're just slides. Are they just slides? Yeah. Well. They look under, and we get to see what they're looking at. And it is like a Saturday morning cartoon. Uh, what, what was it? The Conjunction Junction show? Squat Rock show? Fucking, I'm just a bill. Dude, it is, it is like what they would animate. Schoolhouse Rock. Teach Schoolhouse you. Rock. Schoolhouse Rock, yeah. It is what they would animate to teach you about a virus. That is what they are looking at. It is the most out-of-place, idiotic cartoon it is a cartoon that these characters are looking at. <laughs> That's supposed to be the virus. <laughs> it's like when Pee Wee Herman looks in the refrigerator and it's just like fucking claymation food. <laughs> it's fucking insane. Oh my god, that's fucking funny. Um, and they look at that and they're like, yeah, that's a fucking STD, alright. <laughs> uh, which... Is it? I I fuck. I know we've been talking about the plot, but I've been kind of waiting for us to discuss that it's an STD and like get to these characters so you understood how it got passed along. I fucking love this idea of this guy fucking the whole neighborhood and spreading this STD everywhere. This cannibalistic virus. I think that is incredible. Yeah. is it better than It Follows? Yes. Yeah, no doubt. As a matter of fact, I would sue It Follows if I was this <laughs> movie. Great. Sue them for everything they fucking got. 
Yes, 10 out of 10. It's 10 times better than it follows. I'm going to put it on the record. Put it on the fucking... Print it. Put it on the box. Let's get in touch with, with Mr. James Abilis Martin. When is somebody going to put one of our quotes on their fucking cover of their fucking DVD release? <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Never. Zero percent. <laughs> this is the only movie we got a shot on. What Like a Vinegar Syndrome's re-release. Saying it's better than it follows. That's it. This is our only opportunity. So Somebody out there has to know what James Martin's doing these days. Get us, link us up. Uh, dude, I, I could not find anything about him doing cons or anything. And I was just like, I was so bummed out. Nobody's wasting money sitting there all day. Listen. Hoping somebody talks to him about flesh-eating mothers. Listen. Listen to me. Listen to me. You, 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 I, we've been to those cons. We've worked to those cons. There's, there's some people. <laughs> I still don't think this one would, would gain much. It would be you and me. <laughs> bothering <him. laughs> Uh I, I'm going to champion this movie until the day I die from now on. Because I, I just love it so much. It's so charming. Yeah, it, let's get on the cover of Fudge-Eating Mothers. Dude, we, we, we really we, made it. What do you have to lose? Just throw our quote up there. Yeah, yeah. Just put our faces on it. Fucking unreal. I know you guys fucking listen to the show, you, you fucking <laughs> mutts over there. That's not a good way to get on the cover. I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. <laughs> uh, I appreciate you guys. Um, just... You know, help us out. Uh, hey. Anyway, uh, that guy that looks like Newman. Oh, well, our kids all link up again. And this time the cop shows up and is like, I'm here to help. But then the other cop that looks like Newman shows up and fucking kills him in cold blood. <laughs> fucking, that was a shock of a lifetime. I could not believe that. I honestly... That guy, I didn't note in my notes in the two scenes, the two other fucking scenes he's in, because I was like, I just assuming this guy's like the fucking comic relief of the movie, like, because he's just like kind of in the background of scenes. He's got the bag with the body in it. I don't know. Yeah. And it turns out he shows up and just fucking blows one of the main characters away. <laughs> so now we got our crew hiding from moms and from the cops, because this cop is chasing the kids also. Um, and the kids have finally decided we have to destroy our mothers. Uh, and they're actual quote, great they're, quote. They're going to each be responsible for destroying their own mothers. It's fair. Fair. I would actually argue that I would, if I were in that situation, I'd be like, "How about we each kill each other's mothers? Kill each other's mothers. Who wants to way kill their easier. own mom? Way fucking easier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be happy to kill my neighbor's mom." Uh, <laughs> scratch that. Cut that from the fucking <laughs> incriminating shit. Imagine if. Oh, never mind. Uh, I'm not even gonna get into it. Hey, they. Uh, those kids then go tell the morgue doctor, who's like, "Oh yeah, we're working on this fucking virus." He confirmed. But by the way, do the kids in this moment explain to him that the the fucking commissioner 
killed his are the children the ones that inform him of this or like what happens here no no the the commissioner yeah for some reason admits to it all at this point dude it's so because like the morgue doctor goes and confronts him and then he's just like oh yeah uh Dude, he's sitting there like sweating for some reason, <laughs> even though even even though honestly he's gotten away with it. Because the one guy besides the coroner that knows about it, the coroner like only kind of knows about it because the file because the file he had was taken away. Right. Uh, the only other guy is the police officer who was just murdered. So the commissioner has won. The commissioner's won. He's gotten away scot free. But he's just sitting there being like, you know what? My wife had the virus and I fucking murdered her because I was sleeping around and he explains the entire plot. Yeah, and he believes that the virus is a punishment from God because he was unfaithful. Committed adultery, yes. Which is such a buried idea, but like, again, if you were to remake this, a, a cool theme that you could fucking play with. Like, like yeah, I mean, faithfulness. It, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, it's written in the Bible, and now this is God's punishment. Like, that that could be a very driving You could point. use that as a theme for sure. Like, that's interesting as fuck. Um, anyway, the doctor's like, here's syringes full of the cure. <laughs> <laughs> Which he gives to the children. Um, and then Newman gets eaten by a bunch of moms also. But that, that doesn't matter. But it does matter only in the sense that we see, like the mother's makeup is like morphing as the movie goes on. And now they are just these like hideous monsters with like triangularly sharp, like shark teeth. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, it's so obscene. Uh, and they walk, they do, they rip off Newman's arm in real time. It's just like slow. Oh, and they rip off his fucking crotch. Yeah. Like not his dick. They, she grabs his fu- like his whole groin and just <laughs> fucking rips it off. Unreal. Um, it, but it's so funny how slow the town is reacting to all this. Because then we cut to the police station where the cops like, listen, we think some people have gone crazy and are killing people. And the cops are like, get the fuck out of here. That's not happening. Dude, there, there, are, there is panic in the streets. <laughs> It's pure chaos. The mother-daughter coalition danced, emptied out into, <laughs> emptied into the streets of people screaming. Mult- multiple eyewitnesses. <laughs> You're like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so they go looking for the moms. Um, and again, like, this goes back to the reactions. Like, what would the reaction be if people were like, yeah, we think there's like <laughs> flesh-eating mother. <laughs> I'm with the cop that's like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, we're not going to see that. That's not what's going to be happening. Um, you know what movie does that really good is uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yes. Where the, where, where the cop, the, the uh, I forget the actor's name, the one who's the dean in Animal House. He yeah, yeah, literally yeah. says Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yeah. A plus line. That, that was awesome. Yeah. He, dude, he's so mad about it. He's so fucking heated about it. <laughs> Rightfully so. Fucking people calling the police station about this bullshit. (laughs) Uh, Meanwhile, the moms are just, uh, now they're just hungry. So they're like digging through the trash. They tear a cat in half and eat it, which is fucking weird. Um, 
but the kids show up, they start stabbing their moms with syringes. And as I mentioned to Joe earlier, they stab them, but then they're like, well, how long does it take for this to kick in? And she's like, I don't fucking know. So they're just going to continue being cannibals for a while. And they do. (laughs) That's it. That's the end of the story. The commissioner sees a group of (laughs) mothers window shopping. (laughs) Fucking insane. Uh, He's about, he tries to take them out, but they get him, but also he escapes, but then they trap him in a phone booth and you're like, Oh, that, that this is for sure the way he dies. But he also escapes that. So <laughs> even though they're fucking biting, they're, they're fucking guys fucking dead, but he escapes into an alley where he's got a fucking wooden board to fight him with. Um, and just as this is happening, the cops, the doctors and the kids all show up. And this is when the real time negotiations happen between the doctors and this chief of police where they're like you better tell even though this guy confessed to everything he did but already i don't even know what the doctors want from him here they're like you better tell us what happened i think they want him because there's like a comically large amount of other police officers that show up that all have their guns drawn so they're like let them know what you did okay that's fair I mean, because they because <laughs> honestly, he's just like uh, I fucked someone other than my wife, and then there's like a record scratch and, all, <laughs> and lower their guns. <laughs> you what? This guy's a piece of shit. I can't believe we're taking orders from this guy. <laughs> oh, that's <was> fucking funny. <laughs> so stupid. Um, ever anyway. Um, so the doctor's about to get eaten, but the moms all start turning normal. The serum starts kicking in, thankfully. Everyone is happy. Uh, the kids who hate their moms don't hate them anymore, including Rinaldi, who's like, Mom, I love you. And his mom, again, like as I mentioned earlier, is just like so disgusted with him. <laughs> Honestly repulsed with this kid's fucking reaction to her being alive. It's just like, ugh. Uh, the captain is going to jail. Our two scientists are going on a date. They they link up. And, uh, you know, happy ending there. But that's not the end all the way. We go home to the cheater. Who, is he with his wife or the woman he had an affair with? I could not. I, be- I believe he is with his wife. Okay. And I guess he has now opened up about certain things because he is talking about having an open marriage with her. And he's like, yeah, open marriage. This is exactly what I've always wanted my whole life. This is the best thing that's ever happened to us. Blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, you don't see uh, the wife's face, really. It's a little shrouded there. Um, And so he makes the moves on his wife and... uh, she bites his fucking face and then proceeds to grab his nose and and you see this. this. This is so fucking this is the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. She grabs his nose and rips his fucking face off. <laughs> you kidding me? Ending a movie like that, that is... That's how it ends. That's the last thing you see. That is the best fucking thing I've ever seen. 
ending a movie, grabbing a guy's nose and ripping his whole fuck. And it's crazy because the way it splits his face is like, it's not, she doesn't just rip off the nose. It like comes, like rips off parts of his cheek and like his lip and like, she just rips off his fucking face and uh, throws it against the wall as we hear our news report being like talking about the flesh eating mothers. So they did not cure all the moms setting up for a sequel that we did not get a deserved sequel that we did not get. Agree. Agree. Call James Avales Martin. Get him on the fucking horn. Yes. We got shit to talk about. You know what? Honestly, the power of the show, the power of the show, there is a lot of people that know a lot of these directors that do these like smaller budget movies, new and old. If you have a contact for this fucking guy, please let us know. I would love to talk to this guy about making this movie. Yeah. I think that would be fascinating because the budget of this is limited and they spent it all on special effects, clearly. Dude, that's so fucking funny. Uh, of of all the movies that we've done, I'm in full agreement with you. This I want I want to talk to this man more than any, anybody about this specific movie. I mean, and the I mean, part of it's because there's not enough information out there about it. Like, yeah, and it's a it, this should be this is like what a cult classic should be. This should be like on people's radars. I what does like Letterbox say about this movie? Did you did you happen to look it up? Um. I, well, the answer is yes. I don't remember off the top of my head, but I do know people that I follow. Like it was mostly in the threes, which I think is is great. Like I was expecting it to be like half stars, one star. Yeah, no, I mean that's. Uh, I'd say three is fair. <laughs> three, three is a, three is more than fair. A two. Point- if we got that, if dude, if we got this guy on the show and told him that, if I told him that of six people that I'm friends with on Letterbox watch this. Not one of them rated it below three stars. You probably ha- you probably have a fucking heart attack. Um, <laughs> yeah, dude. the The three most popular reviews are three and a half, four, and four. <laughs> From people I follow, it's three and a half and two and a half, and one that doesn't have a rating but says proof that horror movies need more loud, brash Italians, which. Listen, whoever gave it two and a half, unfollow him right now. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to fucking do it right now. His favorite films are... Why do I follow these? this guy? <laughs> His favorite films are Serial Mom. I don't know these other ones, so I'm not going to talk shit. Well, Serial Mom in Possession, I know. All right. I don't know how to unfollow someone, so... Oh, wait, I'm not even signed in. <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> uh, they must just give you... Uh... I have to, like, use my face to sign in. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> hang on. Hang on. Everyone. Uh, they must just give you, like, fake people you follow? As your, as your, oh, that's weird. Reviews from friends. Three stars, four stars, four stars. Uh, 
So people people rate this high, man. I'm I'm glad to hear it. Me too. So anyway, the point of all this is give us get us in touch with this guy. Oh, here's somebody that we can unfollow. <laughs> Live unfollowing. There's bad and then there's bad. This is the latter. Despite one decent animatronic that gets too much screen time, the rest is bad acting, bad writing, and bad direction. It tries to lean into comedy but fails miserably. Watch the trailer instead, which does a good job of overselling. Hey, buddy. <laughs> hey, buddy. Unfollowed. I don't know. I still. Oh, yeah. Unfollowed. I did it. Live, Jeremy. No good. Anyway. I've been drinking. <laughs> so sorry. I'll apologize to Jeremy in the morning. <laughs> Just kidding. I'll never use Letterboxd. Um, but that is clearly like also something I would write on Letterboxd and then immediately be like, that movie fucking rocked. Oh, fuck, that's funny. Uh, and that is Flesh Eating Mothers 1988. Definitely check it out. It's free, like, everywhere. So just Google it. Um, A plus. A plus stuff. We have our live show, Deep Blue Sea, this Friday. So please join us. And then we do not have a schedule yet for September. Uh, we're going to do, you know, school-themed college theme dorm theme type stuff so uh that'll be fun so send us your recommendations send us your recommendations we'll sift through them and pull up some good stuff um man can you believe we also have to start fucking booking for october and shit i know dude that's insane wild this is crazy all right. Well, everyone, thank you all so much. Thank you to Joe. Uh, you can find us at facebook.com slash I hate horror, I hate horror.com. You can get our merch over at the horror show store.com. And we're at Instagram at I hate horror. Joe is doing a great job running that page. So thanks, Joe, for doing that. Joe, where can they find you? Instagram, boognish1985. People thought I was like taking a shot at you when last episode because I said I said your name wrong, and then I was like taking a shot at me. They, they I, I got a message thinking saying like oh like like thinking I was like being an asshole because I said I realized I I I think I say that more often than I I do I say boog I said boog and then I was like wait that's not it it's boog, and then people thought I was like fucking like. Cause then I was like, wait, what? And then you were like, it's boog. And I was like, boog. And I was like, yes. Anyway, people thought I was taking a shot. I wasn't, I'm, I'm just a I, fucking moron. I'm just I did. low IQ. I'm sorry. I'm sorry guys. Can't keep it all straight all the time. Um, anyway, there you can find Joe there. Um, <laughs> Hey, you did a Pee Wee Herman special. I did, yeah. It's fun. It I might do one. Uh, I might do one for Mr. Friedkin. You should do that, uh, and I could definitely join this time. Uh, that was 
I was so upset that I missed that. Uh, it's fun, man. We did uh, Mystery Men. Man, what a what a flick! It's so good. It's underrated as fuck. It is. It really uh, is. That's a great turn movie. Out. And then you yeah. did Big Adventure, right? So uh, technical errors prevented oh, really? Big Adventure. Oh. Yeah, the uh, audio was not playing. It wasn't cooperating. So we watched uh, we watched his original Pee Wee HBO special. Oh, so it, good. It was all right. What? <laughs> it was all right. <laughs> I was just very flustered. I was flustered. Oh, that uh, sucks. That sucks. Yeah, dude, dude, the last live show we did, I was flustered. I, I, I did not feel good about the live show because we had technical errors also. And I I was off that whole show. I was, like, not happy about our last live show because yeah, of it. set me up. Like, and everyone was like, dude, it's fine, you know. The first no one gives a shit. <laughs> yeah, everyone's just like rapping. No one gives a like, fucking shit out, whatsoever. Except. I'm like, it's fucking amateur hour. I'm going to fucking. I dude, I dude, the last live show, I have text messages to prove it. I was just like, I, like people were like, "How was it?" I was like, "Not good, not fucking good at all." Like, not happy about that. Like my big trouble in Little China. Yeah, I was like, my performance was fucked up because I was like, not my headspace was all fucking rocked up because. Anyway, but um, yeah, no, I dude, I love that fucking special dude, dude. Fucking Phil Hartman is so fucking good in that. The, the pirate dude he's fucking amazing captain carl dude when he, dude i still reference uh, uh, unfortunately way too often the the drawing with the woman where he's like what's she missing <laughs> 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 you got three circles or whatever and it's like earrings and a watch <laughs> it's so fucking good it's so fucking great i love it so much <laughs> um anyway uh, I yeah, I did want to go to that, but I, I pulled a muscle in my back. Dude, I couldn't even fucking think straight. I, I like, I was in so much pain, it was crazy. Um, but. Yeah, we'll do. Uh, I'll do one for if I. The only problem is this month, like the end of this month and September, I'm somehow going to a concert like every day because I'm a fucking. I, I don't care about my my money, so <laughs> trying to squeeze it in. Yeah, no, yeah, whatever, whatever you do, I'll try and hop on. Um, it's a fun time, so make sure you follow Joe though, because that's that's how you get that info. Um, yeah, I, I'll try and put it on the uh, the horror show page too. Yeah, and, and I do want to say like sometimes people send me messages like, yeah, I, sorry man, like I joined but I fell asleep. Like I, I don't care, like join for ten minutes, five minutes, like just hop in. And you could rewatch the it's replays fun. are available. Um, for the most part, uh, I, I do have copies of them. As I mentioned earlier, I do have to get those up, but it's hard to find a service that will host them, but we will figure that out. We'll figure that out. No obligation. Hop, hop in 10 minutes, stay the whole no. time, whatever, man. But you'll at least be able to rewatch it like for at least a week before I have to like pull it and then I'll find a service to put them up again. But anyway, you, you can rewatch, watch it the next day, join live. It's all good. We don't care. You're supporting us, so we appreciate that. Okay. Well, that's it, guys. Thank you all so much. Thanks to Joe. For Joe, this is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. Adios. Fucking zombie getting sliced and diced.